my god. Oh my god. Alright guys, what's going on? Today we are going to give Maria a little bit of praise and talk a little bit about spouses and spousal support. And if you guys don't have a spouse, that's fine, right? We A lot of us are surrounded by coaches or mentors or leaders or other people in and around our community who can provide us the necessary support that is going to help us kind of get to a place that is going to be much more ripe for success. So Maria, you know, if you guys listen to the podcast, she's my fullback, right? She's my support team and she's really somebody, especially over the last few months, who I've really found is somebody who just asks me the right questions, holds me accountable, makes sure, like she knows all the little idiosyncrasies of me when I'm stressing about things because I'm not focused on the right stuff. Or when I haven't worked out in a long period of time and I start to get overly agitated. Or the million other things that I start to do, right? Maybe I'll start to slack off a little bit on eating and she'll call me out on that and she'll control the groceries and she'll do other things like that that just are these, you know, it's just a bunch of little things that support us both to get to our goal. Now, obviously, she's got the same, and I support her in equal ways on her things and her issues. But one of the things that I want you guys to think about as we start going into this next year is how supportive am I of my spouse in the things that they want to achieve? Because a lot of times that support is not popular. It's not a happy thing. It's not something that comes across as lovey-dovey and incredible and oh my gosh this is like so from a tv show and look at how amazing you are and all this other crap it's not really romantic a lot of times when maria is coming at me for you know let's say i haven't worked out for a couple days and so i'm getting short-tempered and i have a bunch of pent-up energy she knows that and so she'll just look at me and she'll just go you need to go and fucking work out And then just like the whole rest of the day, if I haven't worked out and I'm doing other stuff, she's going to keep getting after me. When are you working out? Are you working out today? Why haven't you worked out? You're doing the 330 class. And she'll stay on me the entire time because she knows over the last six or seven years that as soon as I work out, a lot of my problems just kind of fade away. I de-stress about things. I realize, you know, that this is what I love to do. It's something that's very fun for me. And all the little stuff that is super stressful about owning a business and supporting a team and all those other things that kind of come up in our day-to-day lives that stress us out, they just can sort of fade to the background. That's why I love CrossFit. That's why I love working out with intensity and really challenging yourself because it mutes everything else in life. And it's great to have a spouse that understands that, that we're on the same wavelength with that. I've always struggled to figure out how people who, number one, how people who don't work out with intensity like that, how do they clear their mind? I think a lot, a great way to do it would be meditation. 
maybe some other ways could do it, but I really don't think anything does as great of a job to give you a full reset as a really hard workout. Like a workout that's so challenging and so mentally and physically exhausting that like in the middle of it, I mean, you can't even think enough to like count reps. Like you're you're just truly fully exhausted. It mutes everything else. And it's such a beautiful thing. It really is. And Coach Ryan always says, you've never been more alive than in this moment. And the way that I interpret that and why I love that statement so much is because what he means is your all your bullshit, all this, all these first world problems that we deal with, they're all just they're they fade to the background. They are not important when you are in the middle of Fran, right? You are solely focused on things outside of all of your problems and traffic and the weather and work and family and all the other crap that you've got going on. You can come in and you can just be in the worst place. And I've had this happen a hundred times over the last few years. It's why I'm so consider myself to be so blessed to be able to do what, what I do and what we do for a living is I've been having just a rough day, rough week. I've been stressed, haven't been in a great spot. I'm foggy and you go in, you hit a workout and immediately it's just like magic. You just, you have energy again, you're refocused, you're smiling, you're laughing, you're bullshit and you're having a great time and everything can just kind of reset. But she only knows that because she's experienced it also. She only understands that and knows that that's what I need because she needs it sometimes also. And so one of the things that I think about when we start to see people, you know, maybe they quit the gym or maybe they're struggling even just to make it in the gym is I really start to think like, well, what does their support system look like? What is their spouse doing to support them in this journey? Are they holding their feet to the fire and ensuring that they understand the purpose and the value of getting in for a workout or of eating healthy before bed or of going out on a date night and leaving your cell phones at home and just dedicating an entire day or afternoon or evening to having some real conversation about stuff? Those are things that I think are extremely important and I'm very lucky to have a spouse that understands me on a deeper level and is absolutely fine talking to me with a a seriousness and an anger and a, a me I think some people would say that we talk to each other relatively mean but I would just say that we know we love each other and so we're able to be fully and completely honest with maybe more harsh words because we understand that that's actually what needed that severity of communication is what's needed and we're the only two people in the world that feel comfortable to do that to each other so Let's start kind of thinking about what that looks like. Where does that support come from? How can we hold our spouses more accountable for that stuff? Well, I think it starts small. I think it starts simple. And the number one thing that you guys have to understand is what are we struggling with? Or from a health and wellness and happiness standpoint, are we checking our blocks? Are we doing the things that we need to do to be there for each other, to be there for our kids, to be there for our families, to be a better employee, to be a more present lover, whatever it is, are we checking those blocks to ensure our happiness? And just think about what are those blocks, right? First, it's we have to understand what our goal and our purpose is in terms of employment and financial freedom and some of those things, because that's going to dictate a little bit of your work schedule. That's also going to dictate how you vote with your dollars, right? 
And this is a concept that I've thought about forever. Maria and I talk about it all the time. How do we vote with our dollars? And so we'll sit down, we'll look at our finances at the end of each month, and we'll see the majority of our money should go towards things that are health and wellness related. That is that that should be the lump sum of our cash. After that, it should be things that are going to be home building, right? Which if you guys know Maria, that's not a hard thing to come in second for us. Um, and so, you know, she's really dedicated to, to improving our home. And that's a huge priority for us right now. That's something that we're really trying to improve our house, uh, not only to get it up to speed because it's an old home that hasn't been fixed up for decades, um, but also just because I think she is a feng shui believer or somebody who believes that if your space is clean and organized and looks good and feels good, then you are also going to look good and feel good. And if it's organized, then you are also going to be an organized and efficient person. And so she truly believes in that. And so that's where she really has to hold me accountable is to, to working on those things. But we understand where our goals are. Our goals are health and happiness first. And so our dollars go to that above everything. So, so that way, if we ever get in a bind with money or if we ever get into a bind on what we're going to be spending things on, well, good, solid, healthy food is going to be first things that promote sleep and recovery and some of these other things that are extremely important to our health and wellness also come first. And so when we start to spend dollars on things that aren't those things, if we do get into a financial bind, then we have already had that conversation. We know how that conversation goes. We choose health and fitness and happiness first. That's our priority. And so lately that stuff's been a little bit of a challenge because we want to be healthy. We want to eat high quality foods. We need to do that from a capacity where we're cooking most of our stuff from home, but we're also trying to fix up our house. And so that costs a lot of money. And so then stuff gets backburnered, vacations and leisure time and movies and some of these other things that we like to do, but it, but it costs money eating out, going out to restaurants and, you know, paying a hundred or $150 to go and have, you know, a nice dinner and a couple of beers or, you know, for Maria, a couple of uh, Mexican mules is her, is her favorite drink. And that's just a sacrifice that we've been accepting to make. And it's, it's something that for us right now, it's fine because we understand our priorities. And so I think that's the first thing, get on the same page with your priorities. And then I think on the back end of that is to start thinking about paying attention to how we vote with our dollars. And this is something that you guys have to understand is probably one of the most important things that you can start to think about with your own financial picture and with your family's financial picture is when we sit down and we look at our, let's just take Christmas right around the corner. When we sit down, we look at our Christmas gifts. Are they things that we have spent our money to support companies and a lifestyle that we want to be about and we want to lead. And if you guys want to be somebody who is a health conscious person and somebody who is a health conscious family, who is supporting their kids in being somebody who is, you know, maybe not addicted to technology and maybe not stuck sitting inside, well, were the gifts that you got your kid, did they promote that? And if not for Christmas, obviously that's a little bit of an outlier, but let's start looking throughout the year, right? Is it more important for us to get, you know, new sneakers in the newest, hottest gear for our kids every basketball season? Or is it more important for us to understand that they have really good, healthy food options every day, which might be a little bit more expensive? 
Are we still buying, you know, cereal and some of those things rather than maybe waking up a little bit earlier and making eggs for our kids? Those priorities and how we vote with our dollars and our time are extremely important. And if we are not voting the right way, then we're sending the wrong message to both our spouse and our kids. And if you remember a few months ago, I sold one of my old iPhones to a family and she had said that her nine-year-old's iPhone broke. And so she bought her, you know, my, my old iPhone, an iPhone seven. And I was just kind of floored by that. You know, I try not to, I try not to judge, but you know, it's just one of those things where you kind of look at it and you're just like, man, I can't believe or imagine a world where you would put your nine-year-old in a situation where you're showing them that as soon as a, you know, 500 or $1,000 electronic item gets broken, we're going to replace it right away and pay cash and drive all over the city to go and ensure that you don't have any downtime on that electronic screen. And then is that kid involved in things like sports or team exercises, or are they learning how to cook? Do they go grocery shopping and buy healthy foods? Because if not, what message are we sending that little nine-year-old girl? Well, we're sending her that the priority in that family is electronics and fancy gadgets and not things that are really going to provide real health and happiness. It's all temporary. That's all short-term dopamine hits. And yeah, I understand. It makes them happy in the moment. But I think that your job or your goal as a spouse and as a parent is to show your loved ones the way and support them in doing things the right way. And really the reason that I think that this is so important is I really don't think that I would have been very successful over the last few years had it not been for Maria holding me accountable. And for us having some of these deeper conversations that have a little bit higher understanding of where we want to be and who we want to be. And had we not had those conversations and had she not been so hardlined with me sometimes on certain things and had I not been so hardlined on her for certain things, I really think that we wouldn't be in as good of a place as we are right now. And so I know a lot of people start to struggle with this. And over the next year, you guys might be listening to this and you might have a new spouse or you might meet somebody new. And if you guys are single right now and you do meet somebody new, try to get there early. Try to have some of these conversations about, you know, what do you believe in? What are you really looking for? Have them early. Because if you start to get into some superficiality or some superficial relationships where maybe it's mostly physical or, you know, you're kind of trying to say things just to make them happy and, you know, you're trying to be real, uh, I don't know, I guess I would say transparent or fake just to make the other person happy. Well, I think you're damaging the relationship in the long term because really what you want and really what you're getting out of a relationship is a deeper support structure. And if it takes you a while to get to the understanding of what you actually want support on and what you need support on, well, then you've wasted a bunch of time. And I've actually seen people start to get into relationships where one of their biggest priorities in life is health and fitness. And we will sit down and we'll do a goal setting session and they'll say, you know, hey, I really want to lose this weight. I want to get off these prescription drugs. I've been eating really healthy. I've been making consistent five workouts a week. I've never felt better in my whole life. 
And then a couple weeks later, they meet some girl. I'm just going to, because I you know, think that this happens to guys more than girls. But they meet some girl. And then just a couple months later, you start to see them. No, they're not showing up to the gym as much. Now they're not eating as healthy. Now they've put some more weight on. Now they've solidified their future with taking those prescription drugs. And then they quit the gym. And you don't blame the relationship, right? I don't, at least. I blame the person, again, because we have to take our own accountability for how we communicate those things and what we let control our lives and what we let take our attention. But I always think about it like this. If the woman fell in love with you because of who you are, who you were, they're falling in love with the person who just a few weeks ago sat in a goal-setting session and was a motivated person and said, I've never felt as good as I feel right now. I've, I've never been as happy as I've been right now. I love coming here. I love working hard. I love my dedication to this process. That's who she fell in love with. And so when you start to strip yourself of that process and you start to change, well, you're not being true to the person that she really fell in love with. And ultimately, once things get down the road, you're going to start to find that that person really isn't doing a good job of holding you accountable because they let you quit the gym. They let you quit something that made you very happy or really helped you commit to a healthier lifestyle. And I get it, and people change, and it doesn't ever have to be at our facility, and I don't care where people have fun with their health and fitness, doesn't matter to me, so long as they understand that that push, that drive to aspire to be better than you are currently, it has to happen somewhere, and it has to happen with something in your life, and it has to be pushed and supported and done through the people in your life. And what frustrates me so much is when I see people go through this process and then you see them a year, two years, four years down the road and things have gotten worse for them and they are significantly out of shape. They're not doing anything for their health and fitness. Their chronic diseases have gotten worse and maybe now they didn't even stick with that relationship. And now what? Right, You just lost all this momentum. You lost this thing that made you happy. You lost everything that was going really well just because at the very forefront of that relationship, you didn't communicate, hey, this is a non-negotiable for me. I have to do this to be a happy person. I really enjoy it. I love it. And I need you to support me in these goals because they are extremely important to me. Communicate that. That needs to be something that's said. And then if that person doesn't support you in that, right? So if you're laying at home and you guys are binge watching Game of Thrones and you get off work early on a Friday and it's five o'clock and you're like, hey, I'm going to pop to the gym. And she's like, no, no, come home, right? I want to make, uh, let's order pizza and let's watch Game of Thrones, right? That was, I did that voice just for Bobby. He's asked for one of those in every episode. And and so you're like, all right, babe, all right, I'll come home, we'll watch Game of Thrones, right? And so you go home and you you know eat pizza and you eat watch three episodes of Game of Thrones and then you crash. Well, that's not being supported, right? That's not that's not acceptable for you to do as the spouse if you're the person who's supposed to be doing the supporting. It should be great. Go get a good workout in. I love you. I'll make you a healthy dinner and I'll see you when you get home. And then you can come home, let's say you hit the 5.30 class in this instance, you can make it home by 7, 
dinner can be made. That's supporting, right? Now we're eating healthy. We're making good choices. And guess what? By 7.30, you can still watch two episodes of Game of Thrones instead of three. But now, like, it's those decisions. It's that choice. It's, yeah, is it a little bit harder? Eh, maybe, maybe not, right? Not that much. But that small choice, that support, that push, that communication, that phone call, that will define how supported you are and how successful you are with your goals. And I really do truly, truly believe that that will also define how happy you are in your relationship. Supporting and pushing each other and having open, honest communication about what the other one knows they need to do to be successful in what they've stated to you that they want to be successful in is of the utmost importance in a relationship. But it has to start with understanding what that is. The communication has to be preemptive of this, right? You have to have those conversations to know that that person actually is calling you because they want to be supported. They want to be pushed to go and do the thing that they know that they need to do, but they might not want to do in just that short term. You in that situation as the spouse, you have so much power there over what that person does. It's scary. It really is. And if you don't appreciate that, then you know, you're know you probably going to be somebody who maybe doesn't help that person make the right choice in that instance, which sucks because that's not who you want to be in the relationship. You want to be the person who moves the ball forward for the relationship and is constantly pushing and driving to be better and better and better because it's an amazing feeling when not only you have great momentum in your life, but your relationship has great momentum in its life. And you both are working towards pushing to get to some greater goal together. And it doesn't need to be, it might be her professional career. She might be pushing to, you know, start a new job or, you know, get promoted or do something totally different, right? Start a YouTube channel or invest in a new company. She might be doing that. And you might be trying to, you know, get off your blood pressure medication. Well, in that instance, you guys have different goals that are going to go different ways. But the support when you guys come home and understand that, you know, hey, I know she's she had a super long week. And I know that she, you know, is really going to be struggling when she comes home tonight. So I'm going to clean up the kitchen. I'm going to make dinner for her. And, you know, if she calls and she's struggling, like, I'm just going to listen. I'm just going to support. That's it right? She starts saying next week, ah, I just I just don't think I can do this. I think I'm going to quit. You're going to look at her sternly and say, no, you are not going to. This is a goal of yours and goals take hard work and they take dedication. And that's who you are and that's who we are going to be. And when you get that from your spouse, man, it like it hits you in this way and you're like, yeah, like you're right. That's awesome. And it, and it motivates you and it helps support you. But I, I just can't, I, you know, I'm so blessed. I, you know, when I start to say some of these things, I think back how many times Maria's done for, done that for me and how much that's meant for me, uh, especially, you know, over the years, you know, she's been here for everything. She's been here for Jay and Tom leaving and Kristen leaving um, and, you know, the changes in the business, more coaches and all this stuff that we've done, all these changes. She's just been right there the whole time supporting me in every decision, 
telling me when I'm being a jackass, telling me when I need to think about things, uh, you know, sleep on it and not stew and go work out and eat healthy instead. And she's just all over me on that stuff. And it really is pretty incredible. And I honestly, it's probably the most important piece to the success of friendship and any success that I've had in my life uh, over the last few years. So uh, number one, I want to say thank you to her. I don't know if she'll listen to this. Sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. And uh, and then I want you guys to start thinking about that. Now, if you guys are listening to this and you guys don't have a spouse or you don't have a significant other, pay attention to that single part that I talked about earlier because I think that that's really important to understand that the happiness that you have, and if you guys are single, the best way to find somebody is just be truly happy in your life. Just be be loving everything that you're doing. Be motivated and be in a great place. And then somebody's just going to come along and see, wow, that person looks happy. They look motivated. They look dialed in. And that's sexy. Like that's what people want. They want to be surrounded by people who are that way. And, and then you'll find somebody who, if you're doing that stuff, they're going to find you in a place that brings you happiness. Like they're going to find you in a place like the gym and find you in a place like at work when you're just crushing it. And they're like, God, he is, he's just motivated. He's taking an initiative. Like nobody does that. He's showing up early. I like that. Like, I like that drive. You can tell he's going to go places and that's going to inspire them to maybe take an interest in you. And the cool part is, is you, you might be oblivious to it at first because you're so dialed in, which is awesome. But then you'll find a, a happy relationship that can support you in the things that you really want to achieve. But secondly, a lot of us now, you know, we've talked a lot about the mentor model and a lot of us have mentors and a lot of us have coaches and a lot of us have access to these people in our lives that are set to be, you know, at the gym or at work or in our lives or at church or wherever. They're set to be there for hours just to support and guide and listen and help provide feedback for you. You know, if you need extra support, sometimes you have to ask for it. And I've asked Maria multiple times, hey, I need you to make sure that I don't eat any cheese this week. You know, and this is, this is, my, this is my serious instance. I've probably asked her that a dozen times over the last few years. Um, and so, you know, hey, I've just, I've had like three blocks of cheese this week and I need to make sure that I don't have any blocks of cheese for the rest of the month. Please stop me. And so then when we go to the grocery and we do everything, she just won't, we won't order cheese, right? And then, uh, and then a few months later, I'm a, I'm a weak, uh, weak-minded person as it comes to uh, Vermont sharp cheddar cheese and extra sharp cheddar Tillamook. And uh, man, it gets me going just even talking about it, I get excited. But, uh, but I'm a weak person when it comes to that, and she knows that. And so she'll keep me tight, and, uh, and that's really important. But, uh, you know, for other things... I, I lean on our coaching staff. You know, I'll lean on Andy for things. I'll lean on Liz for things. I'll lean on Ryan and Eric and Mitchell and Jenny a lot uh, for different things. You know, not just for help inside of the business stuff either, for personal things. You know, hey, will you work out with me? You know, I'm struggling today. I need to just get a workout in. You know, or hey, guys, I'm just going to go through the motions today with class and, uh, you know, I'm just going to scale everything and I just, you know, want to be supported. You know, if you guys see another person in class who maybe, uh, you know, I could pair up with, just let me know. And, you know, whatever it might be. And, and so think about getting guidance or asking for support from somebody because it usually isn't going to be something that's given from outside strangers. If they're not your spouse, think about how awkward that is sometimes for people to go up and provide you with support or hold your feet to the fire, really, for lack of a better way to put it. When you hear how Maria and I hold our feet to our fire, like, 
I would never talk to a friendship person like that. Like, it's like, it's harsh. It's really harsh sometimes. It's borderline mean. And, uh, but we understand that we're both, we have thick skin and we understand how that goes. But some people at friendship, they might, we don't know, right? We don't know what's going on in their personal lives. They might be really struggling with something. So we aren't going to push near as hard on that stuff. But if old Timmy Stifler or uh, Bobby or Star Fox, you know, shoots me a text message, and all three of these guys, I think, have done this over the last, uh, I mean, even months, but year for sure, and said, you know, hey, I need you to make sure that I don't eat this thing or that I'm dialed in with nutrition over the next couple months or, you know, that I'm, you know, not going out and drinking. I'd like to just maybe come over and, and watch a Browns game with you without having to feel the need to drink a beer, go to a bar, spend money or do some of these other things. And don't be afraid to ask that question sometimes. And don't be afraid to tell somebody the degree of pressure with which they should apply to you, right? Because I think sometimes that's really hard for us as coaches to say, like, see the difference between, you know, shooting a text message to check in every now and again, and just make sure that, you know, everything's going okay you know, which is a huge degree of accountability that we try to provide as coaches. But sometimes even that's heavy handed for people, but sometimes it's not enough. And so it's really hard for us to really gauge and understand kind of where and how hard we should go. So don't be afraid to tell somebody like, look, I want you to call me and I want you to call my wife and I want you to call my boss and make sure that I'm out of work by five o'clock and that I don't just go home for the day, but I come into the gym. <laughs> like, and, and I want you to yell and cuss and scream at me and make sure that I am there no matter what, right? And it's like, all right, man, cool. I can do that. Like, <laughs> no problem. Uh, and, and so if you guys are missing that support structure or you feel like you're maybe not getting it from your spouse, Number one, have the conversation with the spouse because it's really hard to be successful with anything if you don't have that support. But number two, don't be afraid to ask it from some of the coaches, your boss, your mentors, the people in your life who have some of that influence, right? One of the things that astounds me the most is when people tell me, you know, hey, I've been really struggling to make it to the gym because I've been working late and my boss has wanted me to work more lately, And the first question I always ask, and almost every single time that this instance has come up, I always ask, have you ever told them that it's really important to you to take your health and fitness seriously and that you have to be able to make the gym by 5.30 or 6.30 every night to be able to get home to your family? And that's something that's extremely important to you. Because every time that the person I ask that, they say no. And I'm like, well, go and have that conversation. And every time they go and have that conversation, the boss lets them off early. They don't know. Look, I'm a boss. And when my coaches, if they were to come to me and say, hey, I am working way too much. I'm not able to see my family. And I haven't been able to work out or eat healthy in like a week. And I'm starting to see myself gain weight. And I'm sick more often and all these other things. As an employer, I'm going to be like, oh my God, wow, yeah, we've got to change that. Like, because think about that, right? What's the logical next step to that? They're not going to keep doing that. They are going to quit. And, and replacing employees is extremely cost inefficient and it sucks and it's a lot of time. And more importantly, it's just if you care about your employees, which all bosses should, it's just not a good way to do business. And so when that's the boat that you're in, 
just ask the question, but you can't expect them. You can't expect coaches. You can't expect your boss to not know, not know what your goals are, not know what accountability level you want and not know what you need and just do it. That's not a good way to go through life. If you're just waiting on that stuff to happen, it's probably not going to. And then time's going to tick by and you're going to just get worse and you're going to slide and things are going to start to suffer. And you're going to have to get to a point where you start to realize, I either have to quit my job or I have to be unhealthy. Or I have to have I have to quit my job or I have to have a bad relationship or a bad family life. That's a shitty decision. In the 21st century, you probably don't need to make that decision. There's so much shit that you can do from home now. There's so much shit that you can do from your cell phone. There's no need for us to stay until 6.30 instead of 5.15, right? Every now and again, sure, maybe, right? But not weeks on end. So ask the question. Start the conversation with your boss, with the people in your life, with the things that are standing in your way, and really not even just standing in your way. What is not supporting you that needs to be supporting you? And start to have those conversations and start to tell the people how much support you need. Because we are all weak. We all have our cheese, right? <laughs> That's my metaphor now. We all have our cheese. The thing that is our weakness, right? And for you, it might be coming home and you know eating unhealthy rather than uh, you know going to the gym. And if that's your weakness, then you need somebody to ensure that that is not an acceptable option for you, that your workout is scheduled and planned and you make your scheduled and planned things. So I hope this one hits home. That's our homework for this weekend is start to have the conversation with your spouse and your loved one about what kind of support you need and start to communicate harshly and effectively and clearly and communicate to support each other in those goals. And be open and honest with your bosses, with your coaches, with the people in your life who you know can support you and really whose job is there to support you. And make sure that everybody in your life is on the same page. And guess what? Then you're going to build a hell of a lot of awesome momentum. You're going to start to kill it. You're going to start to be way happier. So let's, let's make that our goal for 2019. By 2019, have the conversations. By the time 2019 starts, January 1st, that should be a place where we're like, dude, I'm going to I'm going to fucking crush it this year. Like I'm going to dominate. I'm going to I'm going to crush all these goals. I'm going to come in hot. I'm going to make sure that, you know, everybody in my life is on the same page with where I'm going and I'm going to verbalize that. I'm going to communicate it. And everybody in my life is going to hold my feet to that fire and support me until I meet that goal. That's our goal. Let's have a good one, guys. Oh my god. Oh my God! Phone check up.